You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So what exactly were the pickup lines they were using? I heard two really weird ones. Okay, no, because I want to hear them because I want to know if I should incorporate them <laughs> Well, one of not. them was a pickup line and one of them was a poorly timed, not a poorly timed line, but a weird line that I overheard on a first date. Okay, so you were eavesdropping on a first date. I was eavesdropping. Something. I couldn't not eavesdrop because the guy was talking really loudly. Okay, so what was and the other one? And then I heard one? something weird. The second one I heard this morning where this man was talking to this woman and he kept asking her what her mother tongue was. Oh, wow. Okay, that has a lot of different connotations I think that you could apply to yeah. that. All right, uh, I want to find out about these. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. And, of course, don't forget, you can always, you can always go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon. Oh, link. My if you're going to buy something from Amazon. One extra click, funemploymentradio.com, click on that Amazon link, and that's it. Your job's <laughs> over. Buy whatever you're going to buy. We won't judge. We won't judge. We, we won't can't even know. see. We don't, we don't even don't know. know what you're buying. We don't know what you're buying. So we will not be uh, judging you just if you don't make that one extra click. Uh, all right. So we've got a fantastic show lined up for you. There's a couple of things. Of course, it is Bridgetown Comedy Festival it this is. week. And as you know from yesterday, where we had uh, Emo Phillips on and Barbara Holm and uh, Whitney, Whitney Street. Street. Mm-hmm. And then today... Uh, we already did a phone interview that we're going to be playing here on uh, this show with Hurry Condabulu and uh, Hurry Condabolu. There we go. I yes. got it right the second time. I, let's not even Hurry go Kondabolu. back to that. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he called in from uh, from New York. He's going to be in town for the festival. He <laughs> More is, specifically, a Whole Foods in New York. <laughs> and he is so damn funny. Seriously, if you've never looked up anything uh, of his or if you're not familiar with his comedy, look him up. Watch some of his stuff online. The guy is hilarious. It'll make you an Insta fan. Hilarious. And so uh, we're going to play that phone interview and then we're going to be joined in just a little bit too by our buddy Adam Posse. Adam Posse. Adam Posse will be here. It's such a cool name. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. It's a pretty good name. It's a pretty good name. I don't want it to go to his head, though. Okay. Okay. Yes, because he's so, like, egomaniacal. He's not at all. He's not. He's, he's exactly awesome. opposite of that. He's just yes. awesome. Uh, so Adam Posse will be joining us as well here in uh, in just a little bit. All right. But to, to go back to these to these things that you overheard. So mm-hmm. I want to know this. You know, as as somebody who looks for good ways to uh, possibly talk to the ladies. To have a conversation. You know, well, I can tell you. And, and I need to up my vocab of pickup lines and things like this. So, so the one guy... He kept asking the woman what her mother tongue was. So I saw this today. So this woman, because it's at a store that I stop by, and you know, frequently to go and get like you know some food for lunch or whatever. Okay. So I stopped there this morning, and I was going, and I, I was just leaving one of the sections, and I saw this guy, and he was this older white gentleman, and he was talking to this woman that I, I think she was like maybe like Filipino, some sort of like Asian ethnicity. Okay. But she's but I've seen her there for years. She's worked at this place for years. She's clearly American. Like, she speaks English. Like, it, English is not her second language. Like, she clearly was raised as an American. And uh, so I see this guy, and he's just kind of creepy looking anyway. And as they're walking toward me, she's, you know, she had kind of showed him something, and he kept kind of, like, I think he had asked her a question about where something was located. So she worked there, and he's she just following there. her around? Yes, she worked oh. there, and he was following her around. And so then, uh, as they pass me by, I hear him look at her, and he's just like, oh, well, you're you're very beautiful. He's like, uh, may I ask you, what is your mother tongue? <laughs> And I didn't want to say, I didn't want to look because I was just like, 
holy shit, I've never heard anyone say mother tongue while hitting on someone. Because it was just like, hey, where are the Cheerios? What is your mother tongue? No, I could see maybe a a communist like Russia type thing where they're interrogating you. What is your mother tongue? That doesn't seem, that doesn't sound like a very hit on-y type of thing. It sounds a little threatening. It was kind of odd. And she, I could see from her face too, she thought it was kind of weird because she she wasn't (laughs) speaking with an accent or anything. And he's just like, oh, oh, may I ask you, what is your mother tongue? And she was like... Um, so do you think it was working? I, I I saw her running in the other direction because she was like, all of a sudden, I saw her kind of get this deer in headlights kind of look. She's like, um, it's English. It's English. And just kind of like walked back to the other See, side of the store. That's a bold move for two reasons. I mean, I have seen, you know, grocery store attendants that I might find attractive, but I would never hit on somebody while they're working at a grocery store. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to change it up. Maybe this has worked for this guy. And, you know, this is something that he does. He I just can... goes around from, you know, Safeway or Fred Meyer to Safeway and over to Albertsons or something all day long just picking up on the uh, grocery store clerks. But I'm going to guess it doesn't work too often. Well, I can I can rest assured that she was not charmed by it. What's your mother tongue? What's your mother ve- tongue? I was like, did I really just hear him say that? Wow. Yeah, and wow. she was not impressed by it. And I've never heard, because no. in the chat I'm looking in shock said that he said that before. I've never heard anyone say that except for, you know, like in a movie yeah. or something like like you were saying, like, what is your mother tongue? What is your mother tongue? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, if you are listening live, of course, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash live and hop into the live chat or if uh, you're listening via podcast. Awesome, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, so then last night I was uh, out uh, having a beverage with a friend and I was listening in this this conversation. You could clearly tell they were on a first date because I saw them walk up and they were sitting there. It was like, oh, hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm so-and-so. And so they were talking about things. And the guy actually was talking to the girl. This is about like probably five minutes in. I don't know. But so then I heard him ask her, he's like, so what do you think about milk? <laughs> the hot hitting topics of the day. The hot hitting topics of the day. He's like, what do you think about milk? And I'm like, did he just say, what do you think about milk? What, how did the conversation proceed? And then, and then he started to say, he's like, you know, because I myself am lactose intolerant. So I just wanted to see if you like to drink milk or, you know, what, you know, like what you think of milk. And then as I'm saying, might be a soulmate because she's like, you know what? I used to drink a lot of milk, but I don't like milk anymore either. And then they talked oh. about milk for like 15 minutes. So they made a connection. Do they you think made she was... a love connection over milk. Do you think she was lying? I don't know if she was lying. Maybe she thought it was cute. Maybe she's like, hey, I'm just going to pretend this like I don't uh-huh. like it because this is clearly how I get into this dude's pants is by, you know, being anti-milk with him. Wow. Yeah. That's a that's a bold move for a lactose So, Greg, what I'm saying is from the two, uh, like... You know, pick up slash talking points I've heard from mm-hmm. two different people, like couple men pursuing women today. Yes. And, and last night. I do believe that maybe you should go for the milk instead of the mother tongue. Okay, go for milk to pick up on somebody. Maybe. Okay, so use milk as like the the, the, the starting point. Just like maybe ask, like just blanket uh, statement. What okay. do you think about milk? Uh, well, no, uh, let me. Okay, let me think about this, how I can turn this into a pickup line. Um, okay, what do you think about milk? Because you know what? Uh, Okay, let me. Okay, because you want to. I want to milk you, girl. Well, no, <laughs> girl, you you smell like milk. You know that, and that's that's good. You make me want to go Amish and churn you. No, that churn you because you know Amish churn the milk. And the... <clears throat> I was thinking maybe that would be a good. You totally sound like a cereal. You sound like a cereal, so you might as well just say, like, girl, I like milk so much, I want to put you as the missing person on the side of my milk carton. (laughs) (laughs) That's creepy. All right. Well, no, I think I I thought maybe it would be endearing, but. uh, Do they still have missing people on the side of milk cartons? I think so. Do they? Um, 
Yeah, I believe I believe so. That I was one of my favorite Lifetime movies, Face on the Side of the Milk Carton. Yeah. Face on the Milk Carton. I don't know. You're making me feel very uncomfortable mm-hmm. now that my, uh, that my churning you like an Amish person joke wouldn't work. I think it would be endearing. I think a woman would be like, well, that's very creative. And uh, I think, uh, you know, obviously I would have liked to allow you to churn me. Now it's being known in the chat. And now I'm off milk. Well done, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> It's being seriously good to say, I want to milk you. Uh-huh. Okay, another suggestion here. Uh, you know what makes milk? Boobs. You got boobs. Let's do this. That No, I don't think that one would work. What? I don't think that would work. That was a suggestion in the live chat. Oh, I'm sure it was. That's no. funny because I'm looking at the, at the live chat and I don't really see that. Uh, that, is, that is in the live chat. That is not one. That is not one I would use. I, I'm, I think I would just rather test out my... Uh, my my Amish one. It's a it's a complicated one. It'd make them think for a second, but then be like, yeah, this guy. Maybe you could end out. it with like a punchline, like about how dreamy you think she is. You can be like, I churn for you. <laughs> no, that sounds like something different. That sounds different than that. I'm not sure if I would go with that one. All right. Well, anyway, these are these are. I'm just. I was just, just trying to help. Ideas. I was trying to help a buddy out. I was just letting you know that I saw one that looked like it worked, one that didn't. Okay. Milk, yes. Mother tongue, no. Okay. There no you go. Mother tongue. You're welcome. All right. All right. Well, I'll work on some more milk innuendos. Maybe that'll maybe that'll work for me at Bridgetown this year. Ew. Yeah, yeah. It's getting real milky smooth. In okay, here. Greg, that's enough. Creamy. No, not that. That's not good. Yes, thank you. That's, that's I'm stopping else. you right there. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Of course, you can tell I'm more intelligent, because if you listened to yesterday's show, you know that my middle initial makes me seem smarter. Oh, yes, yes. We did learn that. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Uh, Sarah, really quick. Uh, sure. It's being asked in the chat, are you going to be performing at Bridgetown? Because uh, you've I got some jokes. I will not be okay. doing that. All right. Yes. All right. Thank you for asking. Yes. But no. First up, we've got some Florida with trees news. Yes, the person is dead in this story, but did they deserve it? Let's find out. Okay. I call this one How Not to Do Operation Hot Summer. Dateline Portland, Oregon. A naked man doing push-ups in the middle of the street was killed this past weekend in North Portland because he was run over because he was naked in the middle of the street doing push-ups. Yes, I heard about this. A naked man was reportedly running in and out of traffic near Portsmouth Avenue around 4 a.m. This was Sunday morning. Uh, while officers were driving to the scene, another caller reported that a man was that he stopped running and started doing push-ups in the middle of the roadway. Girl, I want to treat you like a glass of milk and spoil you. A third caller then said the man had been hit by a vehicle. So that was the one, two, three punch. When officers arrived, they indeed, indeed find they indeed did find that the man was deceased. Investigators say the driver hit the man. Uh, the driver was not liable or under the influence of alcohol or drugs, and it was completely 100% the naked man doing push-ups in the middle of the street's vault. An autopsy and toxicology report is being conducted. Sure, there was nothing, nothing influencing him. No, no, because you know what? Just get a couple of beers and anyone, and they just want to do push-ups in the middle of the street at yes, 4 a.m. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That is a good workout routine because then you know you always got to have to get up and like run and back and forth. It could maybe work out minus the dead part. That spoiler joke was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> this story is brief, but it was just funny because of the people's names. All of these names are true. And the name of the park is true as well. Okay. Ottawa police. Oh, this is our this is our brethren to the north. 
north of the wall. Yes. Ottawa police have arrested a 62-year-old man after complaints about an adult male exposing himself at Mooney's Park. <laughs> the man who was exposing himself at Mooney's Park is named Donald Popadick. Donald Popadick has been charged with indecent act and mischief at Mooney's Park. Police say they'd had several complaints since mid-April about Popadick expo- exposing himself. Excuse me. Uh, yes, the police were alerted to yet another call of someone on the pathway in the park when police arrived. They arrested Popadick in Mooney's Park, who will appear in court. I mean, in a way, you can't really blame the guy. In the most literal sense, he is doing what his last name implies at a park where it does imply to moon someone. So since your name implies that you nibble... Is that you just need to nibble on things? Well, no, but that's but well. How can I incorporate that into a milk joke? Next up, a story out of Strood, England. A British man has gotten in trouble and had his audio equipment confiscated after his neighbors complained about him constantly playing on repeat Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. (laughs) (laughs) So much so that all of his neighbors were able to register a formal complaint. That he was playing it too many times. I think that's fair. His name is Gareth Davies, and he was found to have violated a noise complaint six times that led his com- that led to confiscation of his TV, laptop, speakers, and a PlayStation. Davies, who uh, most notably... How can they confiscate it from him? All right, so I think he might have lived in like a neighborhood where there's a noise ordinance, so maybe he wasn't respecting the rules. Okay. So they had to take it away from him. So Gareth Davies, not only would he nonstop listen to Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On when he was feeling like mixing it up a little bit, he would also listen to James Brown's Love Machine. So was he doing it because he loved the song or because he just Garrett wanted to intentionally annoy Davies loves them? Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. So he also played James Brown's right. Love Machine, but not as not, definitely not as much as Celine Dion. Okay, if he was trolling them, that is absolutely hilarious. Just because of the fact that um, I, <laughs> me and my friends did this actually uh, to, uh, to someone that we know. Well, to a bar that we were going to and we kind of got annoyed with how the service was going. And so they had a, they had a jukebox there. And we put in about, like, $10 worth of playing uh, My, 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 Once Bitten, Twice Shy, the Great White Song. Wow. And played it for however many times $10 (laughs) worth, which is a lot of times, at least 20 times in a row. And just had it going and stayed there for about three times that it played just over and over and bought it out so that no other songs could play. And then then just got up and walked out. People are starting to look around. Well, They're like, what the fuck? Didn't we just hear Somebody this just song? played this song. This song sucks. <laughs> and then uh, we just sat there and pretended like we didn't know what was going on. It was pretty amazing. Well, this gentleman, he played it way too many times. And the council, who apparently the noise ordinance council here in the town of Strood, England, uh, said it generally takes one complaint, as in this case, and we will act. There are more than one complaint, and people have the right to lead a peaceful existence without it being perpetrated by Celine Dion. I just put that in. Without it being ruined by loud music. We won't tolerate this sort of behavior, and anyone who blasts music or creates other noise nuisances should let this be a warning to them. <laughs> so Gareth Davies, yes, his laptop speakers, PlayStation... And TV have all been confiscated. However, the 47-year-old man can apply to get his stuff back in 28 days. That is a long time. That's a long punishment. Well, yeah. Might be deserved, though. Maybe that's what I should do to my meth head neighbors. I'm just going to set up speakers and blast that over towards them. What song do you think would drive them out? 
that. That's true. Well, no, they used to in, in Guantanamo Bay. They used uh, Celine or Winnie Houston. I will always love you. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that would be a good one. If the <laughs> just in all hours of the night. Shoot, stay. And then whenever anybody comes over, like if they call the police, I'll just turn it off and I'll have the speakers like kind of hidden. Like, I don't know what they're talking about. Man. Yeah, they're, they're um, clearly they're on Dude, meth. they're crazy. They are full on crazy. They keep talking about Whitney Houston. They keep talking about how they keep hearing me playing this. I don't know where that's coming from, but dude, it's nuts. And finally, I do have an update for one of my favorite stories that I've had so far this year. I think it might be your favorite too. Now, do we all remember the tale of the Texas woman who was caught in her jail cell making out through uh, making out with her brother through the jail bars? Yes, do you remember I do her? remember this. The Texas woman. So this was in Texas, in Porter, Texas. Well, this woman, who we'll get to her name and her backstory in just a second, is back in the news. Headline reads, Texas woman who made out with her brother in jail is back in jail for choking her husband. <laughs> So she wasn't married to her brother. She wasn't married to her brother, but she was making out with him sloppily through the jail bars. Right. They had adjoining cells. They yes. were like... Ew. Sound effects are not needed. Now it all started when 25-year-old Charlene Ellett from Porter, Texas made all kinds of headlines after she was caught... Okay, so let's see. All right, so yeah, she was doing something... I can't remember what she was doing. She was like... Because they said doing bad in an area of Walmart. I think she was like stealing something. I think she did try to steal a bunch of stuff. Okay. So Charlene was being detained at the store for shoplifting, and then her brother came in looking for her at the loss prevention office. He had come along with his sister and two-year-old twins. So after searching the car, that's what happened. So after searching the car, the brother who came to pick her up from the loss prevention center, after she had been like detained for trying to steal stuff, they found meth in his car. So brother and sister were both booked in jail for possession of controlled substances and also for theft. Okay. Uh, so when the police were doing paperwork, apparently Charlene, so this is Charlene and Cameron Ellett. This is the backstory of this. So Charlene and Cameron Ellett repeatedly were kissing each other on the lips through the prison bars. The officers on the scene asked if they were indeed brother and sister, and it was confirmed by both parties that they were. Police then took the separate, uh, separated the two from their jailhouse makeout session and took them in the different rooms. So, so this all happened a little while ago. So Charlene, after this happened... Made bail and was released from jail, but found herself in trouble again this week. Charlene Ellett is back in jail. What'd she do this time? Well, let's see. Uh, police were summoned to the same hotel where she had stated her and her brother lived at the first time around. And apparently they were summoned this time because she is the married and she had placed her husband into a chokehold. So Charlene and her husband, not brother. How but- could you stay with a woman that got caught making out with her brother in a jail cell? I don't know. Apparently, it's, they've been able to make it work for a little while That's here. That's some true love. What was her name again? Charlene Ellett. Charlene Ellett. So Char- Charlene and her husband, not brother, are believed to have gotten into a fight over a cell phone. And she assaulted him. And so apparently she's back in jail again. Okay. Yes. So she's now back in the Montgomery uh, County Jail on $50,000 bond on charges of choking her husband. Okay. Yeah, people are asking if I already did this story. I think I did. I had a little bit of it, but I wanted to give a little more information on the follow-up. So there you have it. Now, the more you know. <laughs> this woman's got to be amazing. I wonder what her powers are. I don't know. All right, there you go. That's the world crazy. 
All right. Um, I've also noticed in the uh, live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live, other people are adding in their milk jokes, mm-hmm. their milk pickup lines. So I want to encourage people to send it to at Radio on Twitter. Send us your milk uh, your milk pickup lines. Wow. Could you please? Milk pickup lines. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. I want to hear what they are. Maybe we'll read some of them tomorrow. Um, all right. Should we go ahead and play our interview with uh, Hurry Kondabulu? Yes, let's do it. And uh, he is so funny. He's going to be at Bridgetown Comedy Festival. And uh, he actually is calling us from uh, – he, he called in from a, a Whole Foods in yes, New York. in the corner. <laughs> yes, in the corner in a Whole Foods. So, uh, so we'll go ahead and play that. And then we'll come back here uh, in just a minute with a little bit more Fun Employment Radio. And then we'll have uh, Adam Posse joining us. Awesome. So, all right. Here we go. Here is Hari Kondabolu. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Of course, Bridgetown Comedy Festival is going on this week, and somebody that I am so excited to see, who is calling in directly from Whole Foods right now, <laughs> <laughs> the very organic yeah. Harry Condable. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, Hi, thanks for having me on again. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I was hoping to do this in my apartment, but I was running errands, and I'm like, oh my God, the interview, and then I ran to this Whole Foods. Uh, and found the quietest section possible, and uh, yeah, camped in a corner to do this interview. That is awesome. I just so, so the errands weren't at Whole Foods; it was just happened to be like the closest, quietest thing near you. Right, right in New York. Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Oh, so you're in New York currently? Yes, yes. I'm in. I'm in New York. I'll be flying up to uh, to Portland on uh, on Thursday for day one of the festival. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you are. I was taking a look at the schedule. You have five different performances that it looks like you're going to be a part yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that till the other day, and I'm like, wow, they're they're uh, wow, they're really riding me this year. <laughs> <laughs> they're they making the most of your time that you have here, <laughs> which is nice. That means that you know that they feel like I'll, I'll deliver, or uh, or they know I'm not going to say no, or <laughs> right. ask him to but, do anything, uh, no, he'll you, do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, and, and the festival is also very much a community festival, and you know, Riley and Andy and everyone else put together are friends and are wonderful and. It's still, uh, you know, I started in the Northwest. I started in Seattle. So, like, you know, that festival, uh, you know, Bridgetown is a, one close to my heart. And I I didn't go to the first one, but I've been to almost every other one. So, um, you know, and I missed last year. So there's even more reason for me to make up uh, for lost time. So, you know, whatever it takes uh, to make this year as successful as other years, I'll do it. Yeah, so. and the making up for lost time, you will be doing. I'm looking. You have a couple nights of back-to-back shows. So you're going to be – there are going to be <laughs> lots of opportunities to see you. This is awesome. It's great, but at the same time, I'm like, I hope I get to see other shows. I'd like to see my friends perform too. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, but this summer camp, you know, it really feels like summer camp when you're there. You get to see people you haven't seen in a year or – or, you know, you get to see every few years when you do different festivals on the circuit. So, um, you know, I, I hope I get a I get hope I get a chance to hang out too. So it's almost like a reunion with you and all your buddies that you occasionally cross paths yeah. with. Yeah. Um so I wanted to ask a about one of your shows because I was trying to understand what if there is a concept behind it or what's going on. It's called uh the Taxi Magic Stage. Yeah, I have no idea. Well Taxi Magic, isn't that the I think that's um, the Taxi company kind of thing. Oh, okay. But yeah. I can see why because I have, haven't, I'm not really familiar with it. And taxi magic sounds like it's a magical taxi wonderland. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's uh, no, I think it's like because Uber and um, Lyft aren't things. I guess in Portland, and I guess uh, where the radio cab has its own system called Taxi Magic, where you can get the app and call your own cabs. So that they found a way. Not you, know, you don't need Uber or Lyft in Portland. So um, I guess that's what it is. And I guess they're sponsoring it. 
Awesome. Gotcha. Okay. Technology. Yeah. You can get a taxi yeah. on an app. That's so. That's so forward thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, and um, yes, yeah, so yeah, you've got five of the shows now. You were talking about, you know, if you get a chance to go out and see any other shows, is there anybody in particular that um, you would look forward to seeing that maybe you haven't seen before? Oh man, I, I feel like I haven't seen, I haven't looked at the schedule closely yeah. enough. And there's you a an huge answer. list uh, of people, so that's that, that's fair. There are a ton of performers. Yeah, I mean, it's always, I mean, I always stumble into stuff, and I'm like, I can't believe this person's here, and, you know, I can't believe I get to meet them, and so I really, off the top of my head, I don't really know who's there. You know, I know Baron's going to be there, Yeah. Uh, and I haven't gotten to see Baron perform, Baron Vaughn perform in a few years, and he's a very good friend, so I definitely want to see him, and but off the top of my head, I don't know who else is, I know Kamal's going to be there, there'll be Kamal Bell, and it's always fun to see, you know, and perform, Aparna and is great, Janine Brito's great, like, there's, there's a lot of people that... You know, our friends that it would be nice to see perform or be performing in a different context. Well, it looks so. like you're actually on one of the uh, shows with Kamau. Let's say it again. Uh, it looks like you're actually on one of the shows with Kamau. W. Kamau yes. friends, yeah. The, the last show I'm doing at the festival, I'm taking a red eye back to New York afterwards. So, yeah, that'll be fun to be able to do that and then immediately hit the airport. So. Well, I, you've said that you've been, you know, doing Bridgetown for years now. What's is there anything in particular that you like to do when you're in Portland? You know, of course, besides check out comedy, are there any places you like to visit? Things you like to do here? I mean, it's, I have some friends, so it's always fun to like see people you haven't seen in years. Like, you know, some some high school friends are there, and some friends I knew back in Seattle that moved down there. I mean, I don't have a firm thing. Every year there there's that funny moment where uh, everybody. Uh, goes to the arcade. All the comics have a... What's that arcade that's popular? Ground Control? On, uh, ground Control. Yeah. And everyone like, will have it for the afternoon, and all the comics will hang out and catch up, and it's just like, yeah, yeah like even though we pretend this is a job, we're children. We get to be <laughs> professional children. Yeah. And so we get to go to this, we go to this arcade. And it's funny, because all the comics, uh, regardless of gender, will go to strip clubs after um, after the arcade stuff, and I'm always awkward about that. That's not something I've ever really done. And so everybody will go, and it's extremely, uh, you know, you know, like, uh, all right, guy, I'll, I'll see you later. I'm going to head to the hotel. So you, and, you don't and a, go to the strip clubs, of, then? I, I, no, no, I don't. And a couple of years ago, Kyle Kinane, uh, who's been at the festival a bunch of times, uh, Kyle came up to me and said, hey, uh, Harry, so, uh, you want to go to the strip club? And I said, no, it's okay, Kyle. And he's like, yeah, well, if you go to the time somebody asked you. And, uh, <laughs> that is a that is a good was, uh, Kyle impression right there. That's just like it's uh, yeah, it's like a grizzled trucker. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was really it was really um, you know it, it's a kind of this funny little community and it's you know it's rotating obviously, but you you know there's certain traditions and things that are in place and that's certainly one of them. The tradition of me not going with the rest of. <laughs> the group and just go to the hotel room to wait till they're done. So, so when you do go play vintage video games, what do you have a go-to game that you go to every year? I never, I never play. I usually <laughs> walk around and talk to people. Like it's really part of my like. That's all I like to do is talk to people. So I watch people like play. You know, NBA Jam. I like NBA. I like watching NBA Jam. Um, I like watching uh, Street Fighter. Um, but yeah, okay, I'm a, I'm a spectator at the arcade, and then uh, you know, hang out. <laughs> NBA Jam, that is my go-to game. That's that's the one I'll play. That's a great game. Um, well, I've, I've been making jokes like that for a while. Like, like on Twitter, if someone hits three shots in the row, like I'll say, like, is the ball going to be on fire? And like, I feel like there's a whole generation that's no idea what the hell I'm talking. About. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> is that sad? It is. 
Damn. Uh, well, yeah. I know that you're a sports fan. Do you uh, follow NBA basketball? Yeah. Okay. I, I love the. Uh, well, being in New York right now, is that uh, well? Obviously, there's nobody in New York except for Brooklyn, I guess. Um, who's your Who's your team that you follow the most? The Knicks, the Knicks are my team, but it's man, it's hard, man. That's got to be rough. It is. They are very. I mean, the Phil Jackson thing. Part of me is like it's really exciting that he gets to maybe turn this around, and it's, it's you know it would be a hell of an accomplishment if he did it. You know, some Pat Riley was pretty close, and he got them to the finals, and then he got them to the finals, and so just part of me is like, okay, what, what is Phil Jackson going to do? But at the same time, like, there was one team that would possibly destroy the legacy of Phil Jackson, it would be the New York Knicks. <laughs> like, there's such a mess, and it's hard. To, I mean, I, it could have been easy, easy for me to jump to Brooklyn, considering I live in Brooklyn, and you know, the Nets certainly are right there, but like, I just, I can't. Yeah. I'm a Knicks fan, and it is painful, but i got to stick with them. They had Jeremy Lin for that moment where it was Lin like, oh, my God, it's exciting again. <laughs> and then they get, and then they uh, they gave him up. Yeah. yeah. They gave him up for nothing. Well, yeah. since, yeah. since they, were... they, took, they took Raymond Felton, who I know plays oh. his family. Oh, cheeseburger oh, yes. eating motherfucking Raymond Felton. Oh, I just like that guy. <laughs> he, he was, he was, uh, it was weird being a chubby point guard. Yeah. Like, uh. It's kind of the one place you can't get away with that, really. Yeah. Bunker is supposed to be the, the fastest one on the court. Well, you know that so. he was he was on the Blazers for a while, and he was one of the uh, least loved Blazers. I would no, have to say. I heard. Yeah, I heard. We took him. We had Jeremy Lin, who was one of the more loved Knicks of the past, you know, decade or so. And we, uh, yeah, we gave him up for nothing. <laughs> took Raymond Felton back. Because <laughs> why wouldn't we? Yeah. Why wouldn't we? Do that? Of course. That's a lot of things to do. That's what the Knicks would do. <laughs> well, are you ready to come to Portland and see all the Blazer enthusiasm? Because everyone's super excited about round two. Oh. No, I'm I'm excited. This is uh, you know I mean I, I lived in Seattle a couple of years, so there's always that bittersweet like, not the Sonics, the fine, the closest we'll get. Um, but yeah, I'm like I'm I'm hoping they do well. I like Aldridge, I like that team. You know, so I'm, I'm bummed about Brandon Roy still. That was years ago. Yeah, um, no, we all are. Although Lillard's kind of filling yeah. that filling that gap a little bit. Right. Right. Um, but uh, no, it's certainly like yeah. You know, I like sports. I'll be I'll be following along. Um, also, you just had your album. Was it just released last month or the month before? Yeah, yeah. In, early, in uh, March, March 11th, uh, album came out. So, yeah, and it's been fun. It's been fun touring, and uh, people like the record. That, that feels right. good. I put a lot of work into it. So. Now, are you going to be bringing copies with you of the record when you're here in Portland? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. We're gonna, you know, It'll be at the merch tables, and I'll have them with me in case someone's like, hey, can I buy it? the record and I will, I will reach into my book bag and sell it to them because <laughs> it's, it's still it's still a very small operation I run well and you're actually on Kill Rock Stars which we've actually just been talking to them on the side you know about uh, some different things and that's awesome that they're doing comedy now maybe that's been yeah. going for a while and I just found out about it but it's very cool no, it's been fairly recent Kurt Braunola released his record last year he was the first and then uh, mine was the second in March so you know, they signed Cameron Esposito, and she's putting her record out uh, soon as well. I think she just recorded it. So, uh, you know, it, it's this is great. You know, I feel like uh, it, it it does make sense. I feel like Portland has a really strong comedy scene. I think Kill Rock Stars is a very unique, thoughtful label, and um, it's great that they're investing in, 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 you know, some really cool artists. All right, well, I do have one final question. Now that you've been in Whole Foods for about 12 minutes, do you feel mm-hmm. responsible to have to purchase something, or are you just going to leave? I bought a stale cupcake out of respect for where I'm at, and 
it uh, yeah, it was it was uh, it wasn't pleasant, but I did it for you. Thank you so much. <laughs> you sacrificed for us. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Well, Harry Kondabulu will be at uh, Bridgetown, five different shows, and get your tickets at bridgetowncomedy.com. Go see all five, all five of them. Yes. Buy an album each time. We'll, we'll say that, too. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much for taking the time to call in, too. We really appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, guys. Definitely. I look forward to seeing you. Uh, say hello when, uh, when you're at the festival. Oh, definitely. Absolutely will do. will do. All right, go ahead and get out of Whole Foods. Cool. Take care. <laughs> all right, thanks. All right. <laughs> thanks. All right, bye. Bye. All right, Hari Kondabolu, who is going to be here at Bridgetown Comedy Festival. I'm so excited to meet him in person. Yes, he is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And you too can meet him in person if you come to Bridgetown. Absolutely. Yes. Doesn't We're going to be everywhere, Greg. I love, the thing I like about Bridgetown too is that you get to see so many people around town. Mm-hmm. Like listeners or other comedians or like podcasters, whatever. Like, yes. It's all different kinds of people. Well, and if you Comedy are- Comedy unites everybody. If you are coming in for Bridgetown, we want to remind you guys too that um, not only is Bridgetown awesome, but also some of our fantastic sponsors who uh, help us keep this show going and they're great places to go visit when you're here in town, including uh, The Next Adventure, mm-hmm. which we've had uh, we've had uh, Brian and Deke on the show before. They are awesome for- I mean, it's it's getting to be camping weather. It is. It's getting to be that. Yeah, you need, uh, you need to get your stuff set up. You do indeed. And they've got everything there uh, for really uh, great prices. It's a great local store to go check out. And that is on the corner of uh, Grand and Stark. So definitely go go stop by the next adventure. Um, stop by Asylum on Hawthorne, which is going to be kind which of in the right heart in, of Which is right in like everything. the heart of where Bridgetown's happening on 37th and Southeast Hawthorne. Indeed. And by the way, I think I... I think I might have freaked out Anton today. So Anton Why? Anton and Deb are the owners of Asylum on 37th and Hawthorne. And when I was driving down to the studio today, I happened to be uh, going down Hawthorne. And I saw Anton walking. And he was like a, a, like a block ahead. But I, I recognized him just from wherever he was walking to. And so when I was driving by, I honked at him, as I tend to do. And then I realized when I drove by, he had headphones in. And he looked back. And he looked back the wrong way. Oh, Hawthorne. so he didn't even he see didn't you? He didn't even see me at all. Oh, no. So now he just thinks some random person is honking at him, which, which I do like to do that. I, I like know to do you that do. I've been stuck in the car with you when this, you do that. This time I was tr- legitimately trying to say hi to him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's, it is kind of my thing. What, what I enjoy doing is if I see somebody on the side of the road walking that I don't know, I'll honk at them and then I'll wave. And then the rest of the day, they'll be confused trying to figure out who it was. Yes, that, that's so that nice of you them. too. No, but it what gives a good them, person you are. Because then they're like, you know what? Somebody was really excited to see me and they wanted to honk and wave. And now I can't remember who it was. And they'll spend the rest of the day thinking about it. Who was that nice person? And then, you know, maybe somebody else will get credit for it. But either way, I've given them something to think about all day during their walk. Wow, that's so that's so giving. I kind of feel like that. I kind of feel like I'm a yeah. giver, like a social social giver in some ways. You know, I give I give how I can by honking at random people. All right, um, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, we've already got our other guest who's in here. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and um, take another quick break, and then we'll, we'll be, be right back. Right back with Adam Posse. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to well, not at the moment. Uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. Yes, indeed. Never gets old. It doesn't. And I asked our next guest which one he wanted, and that's the one he picked, so you can't blame me for playing Restarby again. That's true. 
Because I do pick that one quite a bit. It wasn't your fault. Mm -mm. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Of course, it is Bridgetown Comedy Week. And you have heard this next guest on the show before. And also, you may have uh, seen him pacing back and forth at bus stops on Hawthorne. (laughs) Doing crazy (laughs) rants. Terrifying people. (laughs) Mr. Adam Posse. Hello, sir. Hey, thanks for having me back. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first time I get to see you in studio. Because the last time, I think we were all drunkenly stumbling to a bar. Yeah. Before that. And yeah. then I was out of town last time you were on. Yeah, that was fun. You did uh, you did Andy Main's husband's accent for a solid hour. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I was even annoying myself, but I couldn't <laughs> help it. Every time he'd say something back to me, like, what do you mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> he was all upset because one of his, like, his football team lost that day. <laughs> he was very mad. Yes. I again. I know. <laughs> God, I annoy myself. All right. Yes, thanks for remembering that, Adam. It's real, real good stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> so we were talking about before uh, before we went on the air. This is your first year performing at Bridgetown. Yeah, which yeah. is awesome. Congratulations because you have like four different shows. Yeah, I'm fucking stoked. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you kind of yeah. reached. So is this like something that you've been like working to achieve, and you finally like, got it? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, if I wasn't with my brothers, I'd have cried when I got the email. Oh. Like I was, I was actually visiting my brother in Hawaii. Yeah, it's been a rough year. You oh guys. yes, it's such a tough. rough year. Bridgetown in Hawaii. Oh. <laughs> I was visiting my brother that lives there, and my other brother that lives with me was with me, and like we're just, it's, we're just sitting up at three in the morning talking, and then the email comes through, and I just like I drop to like this my tone, and I go, I just got into Bridgetown Comedy Festival, and I just went quiet, and they're looking at me like, you gonna cry, bro? I'm like, well, my fucking <laughs> coming true, man. Can I just fucking <laughs> just a tear? Come on, cry, baby. No, I'm just gonna hold this in. Then when it turns into cancer in a couple of years. <laughs> Thank yourself for it. I think I remember you because we are friends on the Facebooks, and I do remember you posting something about how, like, I can't cry right now because my friends will make fun of me yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I really want to. I do that now, or like, uh, yeah, I'll be like, I'm not crying. You're all crying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and uh, the uh, pacing back and forth in front of a bus stop was referencing you being so excited about yeah, it. Yeah, no, I like it, and it's gotten worse. Like as it gets closer, like I went to Wenatchee last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, made it. Yeah, nice. Was but, uh, that a comedy yeah. festival there? Because yeah, Sean yeah, Jordan was there yeah, too, right? I went up with Sean Jordan and Stephen Wilbur, and then Charlene, who runs the festival, drove us, and uh, we went up there, and like it's just Wenatchee, and it's a little tiny festival, and it was fucking amazing. So yeah. Since Wenatchee, I'm like, well, if Wenatchee was here. Yeah. Then fucking Bridgetown is gonna be. <laughs> so yeah, so I get hyped. I start thinking about Bridgetown. I start pacing back and forth and doing my material to myself. <laughs> out on the street. Stop. Yeah, out on the street, and I'm a large man. And and a, a lot of my stuff goes really rapid fire and gets really loud in places. So <laughs> I look like I'm, I, it's don't ride the bus with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it ain't safe out there until after Bridgetown. So I've probably seen someone write somewhere on the internet like this crazy fucking guy was on the bus with me and yeah. he's just mumbling to himself. Yeah. He's like pacing back and forth. Why aren't you guys laughing? Why aren't you laughing? <laughs> this is solid fucking gold. Some guy just did the whole rant from Pulp Fiction and I don't know what the hell his problem is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you're gonna have to you're gonna have to try and put it inside of you. You're not going to be able to do that during Bridgetown because you don't want to be labeled as the crazy guy when everyone's in town. I think I got a pretty good lock on not being the crazy guy <laughs> with that many comedians. That's a lot town. of crazy people. Yeah, yeah, to get up to that level to be I called crazy. Nobody wants to be the Andy Dick of Bridgetown Comedy <laughs> Festival. <That's true. laughs> oh, God, yeah. That was, a, that was a few years ago. I've only heard about it. Oh, I saw him riding away in the back of a pedicab with a, um, flipping everybody off with some drunk chick and then he disappeared for three days. 
Sounds about. It was pretty. That's pretty accurate. Sounds yeah, sounds <laughs> close to what I've heard about. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, it was. Else. It was like nothing I'd ever seen. But you're not going to be that guy nah. because you're going to be too busy doing four amazing shows this weekend. Yeah, including I, you're on a show with this may be the most badass name of any of them, which is which is a big thing. Nariko Odd is that not that tough a name? Actually. Oh no, 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 no. That doesn't sound tough at all. No, that is a yeah. No, I'll get on Nariko. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Northwest Young Guns. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is badass. In fact, I tried to I, I tried to go to Nariko. I was like, dude, can, can we dress up like stupid cowboys? For this <laughs> and I like, was gonna say you need to come in with Bon Jovi. He's play. like, absolutely not. Because what I want to do, is, like, I have a big fat head. Like, it's my head is huge. I'm a very, you have a pretty big head. I'm a very well schooled individual. Yeah. I, can't, <laughs> I can't wear the way I wear ball caps is I just kind of dangle them off the top part of my head. Like, you don't place it on the top. It's off. To it, the, no, it doesn't work. How do you get it to stay on the side then without just, falling off? You put it on like the t- front corner of your head, and okay. you just yeah, and it just cinch it in there <laughs> like that's all <laughs> but not uh, yeah I wanted to come out with just a tiny cowboy hat like kind of on the side of my head with a strap around my chin that keeps it on me yes cause I get, I like all of this and I get like I get like I, I kind of attack and so it, I, I was very amused by the idea of me just like screaming at a crowd angrily <laughs> with a tiny cowboy head on my head. <laughs> But no one, no, no one's But nobody fits all the humor no in it. So every, I, everyone can thank Noriko Ott for that. You're all. <laughs> well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Goodwill before um, that performance, and I'm buying you a goddamn child's cowboy hat that you can put on your head. All right, we might have to do this. All right, I'm just saying if it's a gift, you know, Noriko can't be like, make, not make you wear it. I'd be like, hey, I looked really hard for this. I just don't want to be the only one because I don't want to be like, 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 I need extra attention on top of all the attention I'm getting. But if we're all being stupid, then I'm less of a douche. <gasps> that's true because if you're the only one with the cowboy hat, you're kind of like a carrot toppy, like that's yeah, a prop thing. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Just go full on with it though. We're like assless chaps. And just, come <laughs> on, just go all gotta, into it. All or nothing. Yeah. You got to fully commit. <laughs> yeah, so you're you're bouncing all around, so you're at the Analog Theater. Yes, that's a yeah, that's that's a new one this year. Then Alhambra, which if anyone lives in Portland, that used to be the old Mount Tabor Theater. Mm-hmm. Yes, and now it's all like cleaned up, and it's really nice inside. It is. I don't think I'm in. The, uh, just how? See, I, I've had enough time to yell on the street, but like, am I in the main theater? Of the Alhambra? You're in the lounge, and okay. they've cleaned that up as well, and that's. Yeah, so that's a nice, pretty decent-sized space, too. Yeah, that's cool. And then you bounce to the Hawthorne Theater, and then to Borrow the Gods. Good old Bog. Look at that, good old Bog. I love Bog. Yeah, because they have a lot of, um, like, late-night, like, op- do they have open mics, or do they have a lot of shows? They are there? on a weekly basis. My good friend Dan Weber runs a, a show called Funny Humans, and, mm-hmm. then it turned, and then an open mic after the show. Nice. Yeah, that was where uh, I, I he let me host it this last Sunday, and I was just on the street, like just like like kind of like visualizing everything. This is all going to be covered in comedy and awesome, and, like, <laughs> and drunks and, and so a lot many of drunks. drunks. A lot and of drunks. Last year was the first Bridgetown I attended, and uh, like uh, I I usually go to Pride. I have a lot, a whole lot. Most of my friends are gay, mm-hmm. and. Um, so like up until Bridgetown Pride was like the craziest party I'd ever been a part of like me and my girls would go in (laughs) during Pride week and then uh, then Bridgetown topped that last year oh yeah (laughs) like after Bridgetown I was like Jesus Christ it's madness it's exhausting I've no my best friend every time we drink really hard I'm a lot bigger than him and so I can take more alcohol than him which I do and then (laughs) 
But the next day, he'll be like, oh, dude, we drank so much, my kidneys hurt. And I always thought, he was like, dude, don't be dramatic. No, I did that last year at Bridgetown. <laughs> I hurt my kidneys last year at Bridgetown, like physical pain. I was like, oh, it's true. I'm sorry, Ray. You, know? <laughs> you weren't lying. You're still a wuss, just not in that way. <laughs> so right now, are you feeling more excited or are you feeling more nervous? Oh, it's excitement. Yeah. Like, it's it's excitement. Like, I was, I was hoping, I thought, I just got the email saying that I wanted to go first on all my shows because mm. I, I really wanted those fucking crowds. And like yeah, like I'm screaming every four seconds. Me and Veronica have me and Veronica Heath have a dumb thing we're gonna do to people on the street where whoever she's talking to, I'm gonna get in front of her and act like I'm holding her back. And then just and like <laughs> randomly she'll have a normal conversation, then all this pops out, puts his arm in front of Veronica, then she starts flinching at him. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? What are you doing, bro? <laughs> And she has rheumatoid arthritis, and so I've just been making up, like, different things. Like, RA's about to stand for ratchet as fuck, bro. You're about to get messed up. What are you doing, bro? And, like, we're just going to do that to, to perfectly innocent people. Like, this is, this is the plan we made the other See, day. I think this is going to be a it. genius idea, but when it comes time to come to fruition, you're probably going to be like, we were going to do a thing. I forgot, because there's going to be so much going on. Oh, no, we're, we're dead. You're doing it. You're doing it. All right. That, that, what I, what I, what I told you uh, I was going to try and do a healthy week, but then I went and drank a lot on Monday. Mm. That's what I did. Me and my friend Crystal sat up, and I, st- I thought up like 23 different funny things to make R.A. mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I think it might be unhealthy to, you know, not drink, go to cold turkey for a week and then go to Bridgetown and drink all of the alcohol. kind of need to, like, warm your way in a little bit. I don't know. I think I need a lot of rest and a lot of vitamins. <laughs> what What like were uh, some yeah. of the R- other RA things? No, I want to know. Uh, uh, I hope she's not listening. I want to ruin them. Uh, uh, oh, okay, we don't uh, have to ruin them. All right, well, well, my second favorite is Raccoon Ambulance. Like, <laughs> RA's about to stand for Raccoon Ambulance because you're about to go to the hospital with two black eyes, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> the fuck are you doing, bro? And, yeah. <laughs> I want to be alerted when you're on the street doing this to people because I want to make time for that show. <laughs> Just really confuse people. Yeah, man, I think he was one of the comedians. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what he's thing. so pissed. We're going to drop it dead to him. Veron- I'm not. Veronica's flinching at him, too, and yelling at him with me. And then. And then I'm just going to be like, you okay? And then I'm just going to drop it dead and I'm going to leave. <laughs> no explanation whatsoever. That's the best explanation. <laughs> well, of uh, of all these different performers that are in town, is there uh, anybody in particular, like maybe a couple of them that you're excited to see? I love this question because everyone's always different. Yeah. Oh, there's so much. Uh, uh, Performance-wise, I mean... Reggie Watts, nothing yeah. beats Reggie Watts, and then Baron Vaughn. Uh, I'm really stoked for uh, um, for Jay Jay Larson and Ryan Sickler, both their podcasts and their comedy. I like it a lot. Uh, Dan Harmon, it's going to be good to me. I was telling you guys earlier, uh, one of my goals, one of the points I'm making to myself for the festival is don't get drunk and freak out fanboy and Dan Harmon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't run up to him crying and put his head into your chest and start screaming about how the second season of Community is probably the greatest television produced in the last two decades. They just pull it together. I actually did that to Reggie Watts last year, but I think it was seren- we had like a serendipitous moment because I went up and I started drunkenly freaking out on him at the after party that I snuck into. <laughs> And uh, I got a bracelet this year, son. But, <laughs> but, and like, I blacked out in the middle of my fanboy freak out. But as I was coming to, like, he was 
he was really altered. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to make assumptions. No, no, totally. To, everyone knows where he watched. He's on a different plane. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but like as I was coming to back out of my blackout, I saw him just realizing like what was going on too. So I think we both blacked out at the same time. <laughs> and so I just like got my shit together. I was like, I just really like your stuff, man. And I bounced. <laughs> <laughs> then get the fuck out. <laughs> just sprinting down the street, running away. <laughs> so I don't want to do that to Dan Harmon. And then you brought up Kamal Bell, who I'm very excited to see as well. Yeah, and. It's another thing. I'm really pissed about what went down with this show, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, they put it on a not network, then they canceled it because, well, it's not getting enough viewers. I'm like, because it you killed your They network. set him up for failure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to drunkenly, like, rage at him over something that I'm sure he's thought about a million <laughs> times. Can you believe this shit? Come out. Can you believe this? What a nine month old thing that happened at the very center of your universe. But let's talk about it now that you're at Bridgetown. I've never thought about it until you brought it up right now. Now that you've moved forward, let's drag it through the mud again. Maybe that's what I'll do if Veronica's talking to. I'll put my arm in front of him and start yelling about FXXQ, whatever the. God, yeah, right? FXXXXX. See? See? Getting worked up already. There you go. Mad. So are you saying, are you going to have any more times this week before Bridgetown that people might see you pacing around in front of a bus stop? Or do you think you're getting that under control? No, that's not under control okay. at all. I did it on the way here. Awesome. <laughs> people are just going to have to deal with this thing out there that's being very noisy and odd. That's all right. And uh, yeah, come Noisy to and odd works great for comedy. Yeah, that's my thing. It's well, you had, your, you had your headphones on when you were walking up here, actually, because I saw you walking across the street. And uh, what what do you listen to? What, what are you listening to to get yourself pumped up? Uh, Pandora is actually uh, on the... When I got off the bus, I was finishing up Pippa to the Hopper by the ODB. Nice. And then it went into uh, Hathaway's What is Love, which is perfect oh. for me. <laughs> I like that transition. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, off air, also Adam and I were talking about our mutual love of Disney songs and movies mm-hmm. and musicals. Because mm-hmm. uh, Aaron's Drive Time with the Drive-In was playing and with a little bit of Beauty and the Beast. I've made myself a Beauty and the Beast Pandora station, and it's the best thing ever. Wow. It is incredible because it just bounces around to all like my, like, you know, Disney movies from when I was younger, and then also it has some like Wicked in it and Frozen, which I haven't seen that movie, but I love the soundtrack. Fucking watch Frozen. I know. <laughs> All right, I, everybody's and I going off and... about Frozen. Everybody I know, especially anyone with kids, and then you guys. Um, so what is what is Frozen even about? Chris, it has like, Kristen Bell's voice, and she has a it's few, a, yeah. It's it's a take on uh, I think it's the Ice Queen. You know, you familiar with the old fairy tale? There's a really great kids cartoon about it that I watched when I was a kid. Wow, it's fucking. You mean okay. last no? And I know we're the same age too. <laughs> yeah, and I don't remember that. Oh, uh, anyway, it's a take on the Ice Queen. Basically, uh, one of the sisters has magical snow powers, and uh, but she doesn't control them very well and she hurts her sister and wow it's a really hard movie to explain yeah. Yeah. the soundtrack's yeah. awesome the it's soundtrack awesome is awesome movie. Oh, right. it's a good soundtrack it's an awesome movie actually when I was in Hawaii like that thing is so huge at my nephew's school it was an assembly and they didn't like say okay everybody sing Frozen they uh, as the kids were leaving the assembly they played it on the speakers and the entire school sang it <laughs> somewhere on my phone for a minute but yeah they're all just belting out let it go <laughs> You've heard that song, right? Uh, what, Happy? Yeah. No, 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 Let It Go. Oh, Let It Go. Wait a minute, no, which one is Let It Go? No. Let It Go. Let It Go. Let it go. I can't remember. Now I want to see how long you guys will go with this. Here I stand <laughs> in the light of day. Let the storm rage on. The cold never, never bothered, bothered me anyway. anyway. 
Okay, when you do open mic at Tonic, that's what you have to do. Just walk up and just sing that and then walk off. You'd, you'd be a Drop legend. the mic and walk. <laughs> bang out, let it go. Everybody will start laughing at first and then be like, Oh no! Wait, he's still going. Yeah. Oh, he's serious Just about this. Take it past this. the point of comfort. There's nothing funny about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so tempting too. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Oh fuck! Maybe we'll see you on on the streets during you know during Bridgetown singing it. We can have a little drunken sing along, not too drunk, not too, drunk. but mildly buzzed sing along. Very well buzzed. Yes. Until later on in the evening, and then it can be a very drunk single. Yeah, I think I like I mentioned Wenatchee. I got I got a good festival drinking done there. And mm-hmm. Drank for the entire day. It's actually the most joyless eating I've ever done in my <laughs> life <laughs> because they had this thing of those uh those cool little sandwich rolls from Costco. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and like I crammed a third of that into me, not because I was hungry. Not because they were delicious, they were fine, but like not worth what I did to myself. Just with survival, it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it was just like and. It, Think about it like if I'd be in much better shape if I regarded food as fuel <laughs> the way I did in that moment, but it was fuel for something that was going to get drunk for the rest of the day. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like just pounding these freaking sandwiches like we need to do this so we can keep drinking. And yeah. Yeah, during Bridgetown, yeah. I always have like a midnight snack because I know, you know with the after party, it goes to like four, three or four. So like, I need to eat something before like segment three of the day starts. So it's always like hot dogs or some kind of, you know, shitty bar food. Yeah. Just got to segment it. Pace yourself. There you go. Forward to it. That's what I do. Yeah. All right. That's fine. good. Good okay. routine. Yeah. It's a good plan. Thank you. Okay. All right. I don't know where that was going. All right, Adam, where can people follow you, find out more about you? Uh, at Adam Posse on Twitter. And I use that like once a week, but I make it worthwhile. <laughs> it was my good. last it's tweet. It's solid. Oh, dude got on the bus looking like a handsome Danny Trejo. <laughs> he was still pretty ugly, though. <laughs> Boom. Follow me. That's it. One week. One week, you'll get another one. <laughs> All right, so that's Wait Adam P-A-S-I. So follow him yeah. for his once a week wonderful thoughts that he will give to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, we are excited to see you perform. I'm stoked. Hell I'm yeah, dude. Really and congratulations. Seriously, that's time. awesome. Yeah. I'm fucking... Ah! Yeah. <laughs> I know it sounds like everyone we bring on, is, we're congratulating, but seriously, we have watched, we were friends with, you know, these comedians and we've watched them all grow, like, comically and otherwise, and it is very exciting for no, us to I... see you guys doing so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So He's so vibrating. So He's walk vibrating. up and tell Adam that at the festival, he might cry. Mm-hmm. <gasps> seriously. Uh, that's actually another issue I have with the festival. I'm like... <laughs> probably gonna cry if one of these sets goes really great <laughs> probably gonna <laughs> like in fact I'm gonna I'm gonna stake out a crying hole at every venue that I'm playing Bog I know well like the back of my hands so I just go back there by the kegs and stuff bam ball it out by myself you're gonna be like uh, dude you did a good set what are you, what are you so upset I'm about I'm baby dude when I first started like when I first started getting shows I listened to fucking Macklemore's 10,000 hours and ball while I walked back to the bus <laughs> Okay. I'm an emotional so man, okay? Sweet. I'm filled with feelings and passion. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Man, take it all out on Danny Trejo. Via Very apparently. <laughs> all right, well, go see Adam at Bridgetown and everywhere else. Follow him at Adam Posse. On Twitter. Yeah, why not? And he, he yeah. was so nice that he actually gave like a little chuckle to my really stupid joke that I made when I saw him. I'm like, oh, Adam Posse, because he was walking down Maine. I'm like, Posse's on Maine. I still have my headphones on. Actually. Oh. But, but yeah. that was kind of laughed. That was, like, that was joy at seeing you guys. Yes. All right, good. Oh, bubbling up joy. Bubbling. Yeah. 
Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. These are awesome <laughs> things. All right, Adam, thank you so much for coming in, too. <laughs> yeah, I love you guys. And, uh, You're awesome. We Bridgetown love you. Comedy Festival. Go see Adam and go see everybody else. Go to BridgetownComedy.com and get your tickets because you need to do that. Do it. Do it. All right. Trust me. All right. We'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, there was Adam Posse. Oh, he's so great. I'm right so excited here. for him. Me too. And you know what else I'm excited for? And tonight? Adam, by the way, if you've never seen Adam, Adam is like a big dude. He is. He is like, a, he's so fun to hug. Yeah. Like, I can only make it like halfway around him. He's just like the nicest, like biggest, sweetest guy. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, if you didn't know him, if you wanted to put on He'd like an terrifying. angry face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why picturing him like pacing back and forth at a bus stop, saying his own jokes mumbling to himself. To mumbling <laughs> Mumbling his routine is one of the funniest Funniest mental images I could ever have, because that I, I would I would avoid that bus stop if I saw him doing oh, that and I didn't too. know. Me too. Me like, too. Oh my god, that man's terrifying, <laughs> and he's he seems very intense about what he's talking about. Um, but then you find out uh, he actually just listens to Disney musicals and is almost crying. Most of the time. Uh, so, <laughs> he's always on the brink of tears. <laughs> on the brink oh, of tears. Oh, that just makes me want to give him another hug. <laughs> uh, so Adam's going to be at Bridgetown too. It is going to be a really fun weekend of everything. Um, I do have to say though, one other thing I'm excited about tonight, sir. I'm not going to do ball talk. We won't go into all ball talk, but Portland Trailblazers taking on the San Antonio Spurs I tonight. Know, tonight. Game one of round two in San Antonio. That's so exciting. It is. It is. Which I've I've uh, I've been to San Antonio. Don't pee on the Alamo. Don't pee on the Alamo like that kid who has like what he's serving like a year and a half. Something like that. Something yeah. at some astronomical amount lot. of time for peeing on the Alamo. It was a lot. Yes. So if you are going down to San Antonio, that's our word of advice. Mm-hmm. Don't don't pee on the From Alamo. From us to you. Yeah. Don't pee on the Alamo. Try not to do that. I mean, it would just don't pee on the Alamo. Yeah. You don't yes. have to do it. Yes. Don't feel like you have to. No. And I'm I Anton, sorry I honked at you. I was really trying to say hi. Asylum, 37th and Hawthorne. <laughs> <laughs> and next adventure on Stark and Grand. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today. It is It has been a uh, fantastic show. You guys It has been fantastic. a whirlwind of a fun show. It is. And, and thank you so much for listening in to us wherever and however you listen. It is awesome. Uh, thank you for the uh, newer uh, positive reviews. Uh, yeah, to, you made us new and noteworthy again. Yes, indeed. On <laughs> iTunes, awesome. we are in the thank new you. and noteworthy <laughs> section, and we've noticed that uh, we've been getting some emails from new people who are listening to the show, and thank you so much. We do want to remind everybody who listens to, uh, if you get a chance, go there onto iTunes and uh, leave a couple, leave a review, and you know, uh, rate the podcast, because that does push it back up into the rankings on there. Which, and then people, more people are and then more people, yeah. yeah, get to listen to it. So um, if you get a chance, hop onto iTunes, if you haven't done it, leave us a review, uh, you know, positive if you want. If you have something negative, you can email me. We'll talk about it. But uh, go, go on there and leave a review. That would be awesome if you get a chance to cool. do that. Um, Tomorrow on the show, probably lots of people, but we have no idea lots, yet. Lots of people. <laughs> it's going to be craziness all week long. Um, I will do a little bit of a tease for somebody who's going to be coming up uh, later this week okay. that we do have confirmed. Mr. Mike Kaplan. Oh, whole Mike yeah. Kaplan will be joining Mike us here Mike with the most unique week. spelling of Mike ever. M-Y-Q. Yes, yes. Yep. I think he explained that one time where he started off with that and now he can't And now he can't, he can't he's, shake it. He's stuck with it. Yep. He's stuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys are awesome. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. You guys are cool. You're cool. You're cool. Thank you, guys. Yes. We love you. Yes. If I were Amish, I'd want to turn you. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.